Welcome back to Lakeshore Drive, Chicago, Illinois. My name's James. I'm your DM, your derms master. And I'm here. I'm joined with Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm playing Chadloth Whistler. I, just uh, instead of saying like, because uh, uh, last time I was like, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. say your name. Then you guys say in character, oh, okay, okay. introduce yourselves. And I have Corey. <laughs> I'm Yugi. <laughs> there you go. We have Robbie. It's me, Sizek. Jose. Good day, mate. And I'm Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's recap. Is everyone ready to begin? Yes. Ready. All right, so last we left off, we were being introduced to everyone. We saw on a foggy morning roll in. Uh, emerging from that, not only was the rose-colored sun, guys, remember that, the sun is rose color. At least for a little bit, because that's going to end up being really, really creepy. Or maybe that's going to play in, a throwaway thing's going to play into the overarching big bad, I don't know. I thought it was rose-shaped. No, it was both, rose color and (laughs) rose-shaped. We had Seismic meet... Seismic. Seismic meet Albertson and uh, almost got the grudge. The grudge as a verb. And then we uh, juwaned. Then he met everyone. Derms made a pageantry entrance. And then again, the child in the group touched everything and blamed it on other people. Only the child and no one else. <laughs> and we found out that Chrissy might be committing labor law crimes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anti-union. <laughs> We're a group here, okay? Yugi loves monsters, and Chad Lith may or may not be looking for a bit beast. But, hey, you inspected things, read up on stuff, and let's pick up where it began. You see Derm's sunglasses on. He's got his leather jacket for light travel, meaning he's just taking you to the airport. He whips out four, and then, like, we see Boom... Producer, what's the producer's name? Kevin. Boom, Kevin and Cam. They they're kind of like doing the math, and they're like, "Are we gonna have to front the bill to go here?" Oh, hey, Chris, we're gonna have to talk about this later. What are you talking about? We're gonna get paid. So this is on your dime. We're getting paid. What? <laughs> I I didn't know you could just take services before you paid for them. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of. Like, I'm hearing you because I have these headphones on, but I still am not understanding you. Chicago's magical. Did we get grant money before releasing this? Is that how we're paying for this? Are we on PBS? So we're going to put the trailer on YouTube, right? (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. Okay, all I'm all I'm hearing is you're paying for us, so I'm I'm not yeah, worried. We're, we're, we're getting paid. Don't worry, we're gonna get paid. Okay, so <laughs> it's like talking to a labyrinth wall. <laughs> <laughs> so Derm says four tickets to paradise. I'm kidding. It's just the Sword Coast. We're going to a little town called Candle Keep. Ooh, sounds tantalizing. How ironic. I also keep a candle. Shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, my my Litwick is my main Whoa. dude. Oh, okay. You're just holding up a Pokeball right now. Before I, I had out my candle out. Right when we talk when I try to get the haunter out. 
oh, I don't remember any of this. I was out of the room, kid. <laughs> but Darkness says, yeah, see, he doesn't have the monitors for the CCTV. Oh. That's just me, kid. Oh. Hun. The, uh, the joke did not land here. <laughs> Size so is just sitting there sad. Like. Why why do you think this is a joke? Like this is reality. Oh, this is the reality TV TV show you're on? I thought it was yeah. like No, it's reality TV. Oh, okay. They follow it was, like, me. Informative. It's like Steve Irwin, you know? Like the crocodile hunter, but you're oh, you're familiar he with the He went to my school for a second. Wait, really? really? Yeah, yeah. He used a fossilization deck. He had an eye patch, talked in an Australian accent, carried a crocodile around on his back. That's not... Yo, bro, I think that might be someone else. That's somebody I'm pretty sure this is the same guy. That's somebody else. I only else. know two people who speak like you. Uh, hold on. <laughs> the Crocodile Hunter went to the high school I went to. No, no, no. Dual Academy. No. I'm going to look in my yearbook one for a second. Go ahead. I, I'll, I'll show Wait, it to you. Is your yearbook just like a binder and everything is a card with the each individual <laughs> each individual student's uh, picture on it? No, I think Dual Academy probably. Uh, that would be pretty good, like, though. Like trainer cards for Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, would that not be rad? <laughs> Dermis is like, whoa, I have some of that for some of my friends. And he pulls out these cards with just like a card with a very, like, pretty man and it has like nine eight a a on it it's a triple triad card of squall <laughs> Corey cool. loves it he's <laughs> like i don't i don't think that's regulation play okay all right okay <laughs> Corey, whatever you're about to show me is gonna piss us off no, no, no i i was wrong his name's not Steve Irwin, but it is Jim Crocodile Cook, but he was a very real person at my school <laughs> uh well, all right, we gotta leave because we're we're flying out of Midway. So, oh, oh, please no. I said one through ten Midway. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys go downstairs, and all of you guys met Elbertson, and you see that he's currently just like butt on the ground and in pieces, his rolling chair around him. That's gnarly, bro. The damn Grudge Girl got me. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds bad if it's verbalized like that. I yeah, it's very bad. Do you like All I did was move into a house. <laughs> do you like need money now or <laughs> No, I'm How do you get rid of a grudge? Well, no, I don't I'm not like Sonic. I Wait. I have well, no frame on. of reference for what that <laughs> hold means. On. I fall down, get hurt and my rings fall out. I I don't need money. It's well, still in my pockets. So do you need Rings, then? I mean, yeah, I guess I could use some rings. Is this grudge a ghost type? Yes. Or like it? a zombie type Can card. we take it? Chadleth comes up behind both of them and just like one hand on each of their like shoulders and just starts pushing them away and looks at the guy with that face of like, dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> Booms looks at Chrissy and is like, man, it is like an episode of Martin in here because everyone is talking over each other. What is that? <laughs> Oh, God. You're absolutely correct there, Boom. We it's, just, look, when we get to the airport, just stay close to me. Okay, all right. All right. So you, you guys go to the airport. TSA, do, or I guess, like, everyone roll. Roll what? Uh, just a luck check. It's a five. Six. It's a two. Ironically, it's a 13. Okay, <laughs> good, good, good. I guess it's because you're talking with the accent, Chrissy. You are... <laughs> 
pulled away by TSA. What about the gremlins or the oh, no? They're they're Sorry. fine. Okay. The kobolds. Uh, the, so like uh, nothing happens. You just have the embarrassment of being out of your party, randomly selected in quotes by TSA. They look at all your stuff. They're pulling things out. What's in your bag? Well, I guess like hey, what what's your you, what are you flying? Pleasure or business? A business. Okay, all right. Pulling things out. They pull out a, a giant spear. Oh, okay. Oh, what's your business? Monster slaying. Okay. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. That's fine. Uh, it's just swords. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A cool. Bow, all right. Uh, just traps. Wait, rope. Th- hold on. Okay. The the rope I'm questioning. Uh, do, do do you have any identification? And then like you you see Derms in the background say me. And then uh, they look and they're like, oh, you're with Derms? Correct. Oh, hey, hands all your stuff back and says, happy hunting. And then you get to go. So nothing exciting happens on the plane. You land. I don't know why we're taking a plane to Baldur's Gate world, (laughs) but we are. That's how it works. The plane goes directly into a portal. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we do that. (laughs) The plane is the planeswalker. Yeah, let's do that. Or that's who's the pilot. The pilot, yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though it's all on the same earth, you guys go, you get your luggage, and you are in Candle Keep. It is this traditional high fantasy kind of smaller town, but it, it has a small economy, but not a lot of people, so it feels like it's booming. There's Ooh, excitement okay. in the air. There's children just splashing each other with pumpkin guts a reference none of you guys get (laughs) (laughs) watch the movie hack o lantern it's amazing you see just some an elderly couple walking looking gazingly in each other's eyes one of them trips (laughs) (laughs) they should have been paying attention and you you see it feels like a crisp autumn afternoon perfect weather like 65 degrees feels like 65 degrees you don't need a sweater on just like a light jacket and derms told you this mission is to go to the local inn and tavern the friendly arm inn it's experiencing some rat issues in their basement and you guys got to just go investigate it so in the like town center Pretty much at 12 o'clock, once you walk in, you see the inn. But what you also see around that, so let's start from kind of at like 7 o'clock to 3 o'clock. We have a small equipment shop, a little towards like 10 o'clock. We have a shuttered gaming parlor called Dice Drops and Tabletops. And then on the other side at at around 2 o'clock is the First Church of Zeusians which is a worshipers of Zeus. And then on the other side at around four, we have the Flaming Fist headquarters. Do they have fucking cards in that dice shop? Uh, do you want to go investigate the dice shop? I just like, I think Yugi is like visibly, I mean, like he's behind a mask, but like it's so very clearly pointed in the direction of the game shop. And it's just, like, visibly vibrating with anticipation. <laughs> just go, mate. Just go. Do you guys follow? I'll be right uh, back. I definitely do. Full I definitely do. sprint with his tiny little legs. I'm going to be honest. I don't trust these two on their own. So Chadler I'll goes, follow. oh, man, <laughs> and then follows. 
I know we have a job to do. I just have to take a quick peek. <laughs> okay, so you go up and it's shuttered, but not like perfectly. So you, there are peaks within like boarded up windows that you can see. And it looks like there could be some maybe cards, but you're not sure if they're your kind of cards. There could be triple triad. There could be dual monsters. There could be the original American Digimon that was not good. <laughs> okay, so I'm still on the outside. It's like shuttered up. The, yeah. Uh, I just like un do the annoying knock on the door. It's just, do -do, hello? Do -do, hello? Do -do, are you open? Do -do, hello? All you hear is like it echoing throughout. And then you see someone leaning up all of a sudden on the far right of the building, cloaked, classic rogue look. You know, they have gloves on, boots up to their, their shins, somehow belts wrapped around all of their being. He says, hey, kid. Ah, oh, you look like an incredibly trustworthy gentleman. Oh, yeah, I'm as trustworthy as the gold in your pocket. You, you looking to get into this store? Yes, as fast as possible. Actually, do you know, do they sell dual monster cards within here? Uh, can't really remember off the top of my old noggin, but I don't know, maybe a gold piece might jog it a little. How intimidating does this man look? I guess do a perception check. I'd like to do one as well, if that's okay. God damn it, that's an eight. I just nat 20 You nat 20 Yeah. All right. You look at this guy and hear this guy. Because of all the, like, after-school specials your mom forced you to watch before going out on this adventure, you clearly know that this is not a malicious man. This mm. is not a benevolent man. This is someone who knows the town and four gold will get you into where you need to go. Oh, okay. So he's, he's informative. I walk over with, a, with a, a coin piece in my hand and just, I think, uh, I think we just need information. Uh, oh. I need dual monster cards. What the fuck? <laughs> well, okay, well, that's the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah touche. Why does the one with the mustache seem a little stupider than the, the clean shave, or maybe no shave one? I have one? a whole mask on, buddy. You can't pretend to know me. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Okay. I've been around the block a few times. I mean, that's mainly because I get lost, but I've been around the block a few times. All right, I, I'm going to talk to you from now on, and I guess, like, you can hear the information, other masked child. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I lean in expectantly. Halloween's a, a few weeks away, dude. What is that? All right, so you're, <laughs> yeah, man, this store, they did sell dual monsters. I'm not sure if they still have them, but there's a chance they're there. Need them. I need to find entrance. You're smaller, Sizek, that's your name. Mm -hmm. uh, ask him how we get in there. Did the owner abandon this place? Does this place open? Is it late at night and I don't know this? But while they're talking, can I try to stealth out and check the perimeter of the building? See if there's another door? I mean, you can assume that there's other doors. Uh, can I stealth to the other door? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 13? 13, yeah. No, no one's looking at this place like... It clearly, w hey, kid, dude just had to get out of town. Hmm. So he kind of took up his inventory and left. He 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 didn't feel safe here for some reason. I don't know. I think it's a pretty chill place. When I get to the other door, I'd like to pull out my thief's tools and see if I can get the door open. 
Do you know why he didn't I would have reason not to feel safe here? If you think it's a chill place? I haven't seen any reason to believe it's not. Well, does it have anything to do with the potential... You know, I don't want to damage a business, now that I think about it. That might not be common knowledge that there is a sort of issue going on there. Has there been a bit of a pest problem? Oh, uh, yeah, you mean at the inn? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the rats. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I know what, like, I have ears everywhere, and if something's being talked about, I've heard it. But if people are keeping secrets, I probably haven't. So they didn't keep secrets about there being rats at their eatery? Well, I mean, like, do, do you know there's rats there? Well, yeah, I do. I just say it seems okay. like they, that would have been something to keep under wraps, but... Well, keep under rats. <laughs> uh, I love this sound already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can I try to use my two stools and get this door open? Yeah, go for it. It's going to be a 14. Yeah, you, you unpick it. There's not a, a lot of noise going on. So I like Chadleth like undoes it, kind of opens it a little, leans back around the building to see everyone, and just whistles. <clears throat> yeah, uh, turns just, out the back door is just like wide open for some reason. I just nat twenty to see if I understood what that was, and I feel like I wasted that nat twenty <laughs> <laughs> failure. Uh, you feel a psychic connection almost with that whistle. <laughs> All right, it so I start heading to where where the whistle came from. Uh, so th this guy, uh, what did I say his name was? Oh, I did not. You I did not. It's just a dude. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Chonk for real. And chonk? That is a great name. Thank you for your time. Chonk, thank you. I guess I didn't expect to check the back door. All right. See you guys. Bye, Mr. Chonk. Mr. For real. Thank you again. For I like, I like <laughs> lean out. I like <laughs> Mr. For real. Oh, no. Super nice, man. <laughs> I hope there's a whole line of for reals out there being nice to people like that. All right, so you guys go in and you see just a dusty store that looks like it was packed up in a in a quickness. And there's some stuff around. You see some, like, dice. You see some board games in one corner. And then in a glass case, there are some cards. I sprint to the glass case. And, uh, and immediately start checking for any signs of dual monster cards. Alrighty. I need to do some quick research. Sure. Because yeah. I forgot. I threw this in as a, like, no one's going in here. I forgot these stores could have cards in them. So cool. cool. You're looking, and let's do just a luck check. Okay. 18. All Damn. right. You're looking, at, and you see some Pokemon cards. Hey, your little shit monsters are over here. I, like, run over and, like, just full momentum, like, run into him to get next to him. <laughs> I fall over. I am not very sturdy. Well, you see, a, you, you see like, a Pikachu, a Yamper, and then you do see a Blastoise holographic, but it has, upon further inspection, it's from, like, the evolutions deck, like the mm. the reprints of it, so yeah. you're like, yeah, that's that's not really cool. But do do you take any of these? Uh, yeah, for sure. I like I look around because I respective of cards, and I'm like, I find like sleeves for them, and like a little like just like a little box to keep them protected in. Okay, I'll I'll just say, yeah, you do find that. You oh, should have asked. Any, but. I assume a shop <laughs> would have but it, but it was moved out quickly. 
Oh, I mean, like, no one's taking sleeves. Can I look for sleeves? Can I? No, can, there are sleeves. There are radical. sleeves. And, I, and I, I slap them in, like, a little box and put them in my backpack. All right, and let's see. Let's roll on this. There are there are four sleeves. So do you use all three? Definitely, yeah. Okay, all right. That's just so you know, he might need some sleeves. Well, he can butter with me for them. Bitch. I have the sleeves. <laughs> You do see some, like, really shit triple triad cards. You see, like, one that, like, it has a robot on it, and you're not, like, it's like a robot that moves. It looks very weird. You have no idea what this is. It's a robot that has, like, two, it looks kind of like a beetle, and it has, like, two cannons out on top, like, a little machine gun arm, and it it just looks kind of cute, but also badass. Is it Metabots? This is a dual monster card? No, this is, uh, you see that it says Meta B on it. Oh. So do, do you take that? Or no, you, you're just looking. I'm, I'm keeping watch at the door. Okay. So I'll, I'll come back to that if I don't see any. I mean, it's kind of cute and everything. I'll come back to that. I'm, I'm zeroed in on dual monsters. All right. Though. So you're looking. There's also some just traditional playing cards, but they have like sexy pictures on it. There's also some traditional playing cards, but it's Godzilla sexy pictures on it. Perfect. (laughs) But you look down, and to your non-surprise, you see a single Horn of Heaven card. And it says, when a monster would be summoned, tribute one monster, negate the summon, and if you do, destroy that monster. You and I will figure this out on our own of what that would actually do within battle. But I walk up to, to Yugi with the sleeve and I'm like, you might need this bad boy for that bad boy. Thank you. I've never been given a sleeve before. There's no joke there. That was just a very genuine t- heartfelt moment hmm. for him. <laughs> All right, so do you, do you guys stay in this card shop? I'm outside still. I'm just waiting. Take the, the, the meta bots card too, just because it looks neat. Okay, all I don't, right. I don't think I'll. I don't think I can actually play it, but it looks nice. Okay. Uh, do you want to do like any like normal investigation checks? Can I roll history instead to see specifically for valuables? For valuables. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily investigating to be like searching into things. But just like a scan of the rune for something that's like pricey or maybe left behind. Uh, yeah, go for it. I got a 10. I got a 15. I got a 9. <laughs> so you two are just like looking around and things just look cool that's left behind, but it's kind of dusty. So you're like, nah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. This was a new, not a collectibles store. Mm, but. Okay. The cash register is a little ajar, and what you see in there is... Hopefully replenish the gold I gave that guy. I rolled a 20 to see how much gold would be in there, and I'm going to double it because it was a nat 20. You see there's 40 gold pieces still in this register. Whoa. Whoa. I see this small child grab a ton of gold out of there. Yeah, you do. (laughs) All right. As the, like, adult of the group... I think we should split this up because I don't think little children should have that much money. I've never had a lot of money before, so I think that's. Fi- I think I would go crazy with it, to be honest. I think there should be a finder's fee to this. <laughs> well, no, you actually hear from the outside <laughs> Chonk go, actually, 
There should be a 10% finder's fee from me, <laughs> for me. Shut the fuck up. You are no longer a part of this, Chonk. Oh, all right. Good thing I'm like kind of a shady figure or I'd be going to the Flaming Fist with this. <laughs> Actually, maybe I'll get a wanted. Uh, nah, you be quiet. Just, just, <laughs> maybe just, I'll, I'll just... get, I'll get a finder's fee for these criminals. Bro, are you not wanted anyways? Are you not? You're a criminal, right? Maybe I can get immunity. Can I walk up and just throw a gold at him? <laughs> How much gold do you throw at him? Just one. Just one gold I'm going to throw at him. Okay, so uh, I guess, like, do a athletics checks to see if it, like, goes through the window holes. Oh, no. That's a two. <laughs> okay, so what happens is you throw it. It just clinks right on the side. And then you go, you grab, pick it up, and just squeeze it through the hole. It <laughs> plops into his hand, and he says, didn't see a thing. <laughs> and then he walks, uh, truly what seems like, into a mirage. Ooh. What? It's just hot. Like, the sun's oh, beating okay. down, and there's, like, a He's a wizard. A wave, a, a, like, a, a wave pool. No, a, a, a fountain in the middle of town square. <laughs> I give everyone eight gold. <laughs> While he's distracted, giving the other gold sleight of hand two gold out of the pile. Okay, perception check and slide. We're gonna do a contested, baby. Ooh, okay. Contested, James. We're gonna give the the eight gold to my crew. Oh, okay. Oh man, hell yeah! I told you we're getting paid. <laughs> we're gonna get paid. I mean, I thought you meant like from a executive producer we're gonna, or don't worry we're gonna get paid uh, all right okay we're I'll... gonna get look just trust me we gonna get this bread and we're well i'm doing a perception check yeah crit fail doesn't matter i got a 12 okay you successfully steal money from a child it's not stealing i'm the one that got us into the building Okay, so do you guys leave what's going on i think we should go take care of those rats now yeah let's go let's go take care of them all right, so you guys walk out. You guys see two other buildings. There was the the church, the equipment store. Y you guys do have some gold now, so. And then the tavern and the Flaming Fist headquarters. I would recommend not going there. The, the to Flaming the Fist tavern? station? Yeah, there are mercenaries who do technically protect this town. Oh, so like uh -huh. CPD. Ha. Does the equipment store have dual monster card? <laughs> if you want to check, let's get our job done first, so we can okay, have then fat we can get paid, right? To drop fatter money. No, this makes sense. This makes sense to me. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, you guys were informed by Derms. You get paid when you come back. Yeah. Maybe uh, I sell the rat hides we'll, here. We'll, we have we'll, to kill them we'll first. We'll haggle with the lady while we're, while we're there for some upfront cash. I'll squeeze a little bit out of her. Yeah, or him. I assumed or, it was a woman for some reason. Yeah, I just kind of went off of that with you. So you're going to the tavern. Yeah. Tavern. Yeah. All right. Straight away. Let's do this. So uh, you're you're walking through. Everyone give me perception checks. I'm bad at those, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, by the way. Or insight Whichever one you're better at. 16. 18. <sighs> I have such a high perception I've rolled, so I got a 7. 14. Okay, so Yugi's walking, and it's a good thing you have a mask on, because you're you're very curious of the people you're that's around you, and everyone seems pretty happy, but there are like a select few that look kind of groggy, and like they have very dark bags under their eyes. Just a few of them. 
just out and about, and they're they're kind of on the outskirts of the town center. But you guys walk into the tavern. So there's a bunch of like zombie-looking people on the outskirts of the town. Uh, no, on the outskirts of the square. Like they they. It looks more like they're sick and kind of like angry. Mm, okay. Everyone, note that, please. There's it seems to be some sort of. Common. Zomb- some kind of zombification going on. I mean, they're, they're not zombies. They're, they, they're they, just they, ill. Uh, they yes, need some it, caffeine and a little bit of NyQuil. They're angry and sick. Do you uh, suppose that has anything to do with what we're here for? I think we're going to find Maybe out. Maybe the rats are... <gasps> rats carry disease, right? Right. That's what uh, I was thinking. You know, if it's at an eatery, like you said earlier... And they're all eating there, and the rats are getting into the stock and contaminating it, and everyone's getting sick. Chadleth is also finger... When Chadleth points to people, it's always finger gun. (laughs) We enter the tavern. All right, you enter it in and just think a tavern and an inn in any fantasy, and that's pretty much what you're seeing. Just run to the mill? Yeah, it just opens up. There's... Ten tables in the center, and then there's five booths on one wall, five booths on another, and then on the wall closest to the door, that's where you see a little stage. There's like a punk rocker playing, having a great time. What's up? Real quick, I want to uh, fling out my dual disc right before I enter the tavern, and I want to pull a card from my deck, and I'm going to use... Detect poison and disease on uh, those individuals. Mm. Can you uh, clarify what that is? Right. So for the duration, you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures, and diseases within 30 feet of you. Uh, You will also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease in each case. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, and a thin sheet of lead. Okay, so those people you see outside, you sense a disease in them, but you do not know what it is. It says I can identify the disease. You can't. I can't. You cannot. Can I do a perception check in the tavern? Just kind of like see what's a little off inside. Well, I, I haven't explained the inside to you guys yet. Yeah. Okay, so it's very lush. It feels great. And also, Yugi, do, are, are you also going inside? Yes, I'm, I'm following in now that I have that confirmation. You sense like one other person in here, just like with a group of people. They look groggy. They look unsettled over towards the booths, but sitting in a table. And then like one person on the bar. So, like I said, it's an open area. Then on the side of the wall there's a staircase that leads up to the rooms a staircase that leads down into the basement and in front of that staircase is the bar which would be where the bartender the the barkeep would be that you'll need to ask but before doing that do any of you guys want to do anything i think before we get in i take my long sword which has been kind of stealthily wrapped around my back and i put it around my waist and then I put the little, like, uh, Beyblade launcher. It kind of, like, wraps around my right arm. And I put it on there just in case we come across anything. All right. Awesome. I just wanted to do, like, an investigation and see what kind of looks like it doesn't belong here. Okay. You want to uh, do one on disadvantage. And if you two would like to do one as well, straight and on advantage. For what? 
just a perception check investigation of just seeing, like, is there anything out of the norm here? A dirty 20. That's a 10. 10. I'm too busy looking down, and I'm, I'm like, at, like, the little satchel on my waistband, and I pull out a very speci- uh, a very particular ball that I've uh, that I've picked out amongst them as we enter into the inn. I also point out to everyone actually that the um, individual over in the corner is also Six. suffering from this mystery disease. Okay, so you remember Chadlith going through that book, mm-hmm. the yearbook from Monster Hunting High, and so like you're you're scanning over, and then like something clicks in your head and you're like, for kind of two reasons. One, there's someone who looks very out of place here, but two, it's on like the tip of your mind. Like I've seen this individual somewhere and it finally snaps and you're like, wait, I think this dude's a monster hunter. Oh, okay. Mm. And this person is very out of place because they are like a robot covered cat. I'm gonna need more visuals. Okay, let's. My brain is okay, I, I guess I should have said picture a cat in robotic armor. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, small or man size? In between. Okay. Anthropomorphic or? Yes, anthropomorphic. Okay. Walking on hind legs. Looks cool. kind of like a cool dude. I like nudge everyone and go, I think that bro over there is a monster hunter, so we should check it out. What makes you say that? I kind of remember him from that book. I mean, you looked through the book too, right? I did look through the book, but I was mostly uh, stuck looking at Derms' gorgeous face. (laughs) I'm going to leave that with you. Speaking of gorgeous faces, I want to touch the cat's gorgeous face because he looks fluffy. Before I don't, you reach out? No, no, I'm just just saying that's what I want to do. Because he does look fluffy. You you should ask. Like, before you touch someone? Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, that'd be rude. He's not like a normal cat. You should ask before you touch a regular cat. Cam nudges Chrissy and is like, "Get what? close. We, yeah. we, we, we don't know what's going on." Well, also, I think a kid's about to get hit by a man. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch. Let's see what happens. Okay, what? awesome. Why is he doing this weird crouch thing over there? He's gotten very talkative with his hands. He keeps I, beckoning sh- the camera. Sh- sh- Walk down to the to the, the to the guy's booth and go, "What's up, bro? Um, you're a monster hunter, right?" You see this cat. He looks like friendly, kind of cool in robot metal. (laughs) And he like perks up like his ears pounce up like a cat who just heard something exciting and goes, hey, what's up? Hi, I'm Chadlith Whistler the third. These are my companions. Uh, I am Yugi Nomo. We're monster hunters, too. Good day. I'm Chrissy. You guys are new? I, I, yes, just started today. I've been knocking monsters unconscious like for years. Unduct tape the badge from, I don't know why I still left it duct taped this entire time. Chadless like unduct tapes it and like shows it to him. He's like, yeah, we're all buddies with Derms. Holy shit. Did Derms finally start a guild? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, a, a brand new one. You guys like pizza? I love pizza. I love pizza. pizza. Okay, you want to know, this isn't the greatest pizza, but hey, uh, let me enter it. My name's Ceviche. I'm in like a, not a guild, but like a team. I'm I'm one of the Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh, oh nice to meet nice you, to Ceviche. Meet you. So, nice Ceviche. So Ceviche scoots down in his booth, and then you guys can sit next to him. Ooh. There's room for all but like two of you, I'll, I'll including let, the camera and, like, the film crew. I'll let, Boom I'll has I'll to let, stand to get the best audio anyways, and Cam's a cameraman. I'll let them sit, and I'll pull up a chair, Oh, and I'll, I'll sit at, like, the end of the, the booth, yeah. Ceviche looks at you, you're a really kind guy. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, I, bro, they're they're kids. Okay. Yeah, you, you respect children and their like property and you. No, seem not like you. But someone. I mean, like these two should obviously sit in the booth because they're children. I respect kids too. Like I'm very charitable. I, I give to orphanages. I was one too. And yeah, you were like, a full orphanage. No, I mean I was an orphan. I was. I guess I was saying I'm a charity no, case. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Man, I remember one. An old dude was like, he wasn't trying to shut down the orphanage, but was trying to like take funding from the orphanages. So like, man, I feel, I feel like that's really common. Like they're always going after orphanages, right? Like just these crazy old people. Are you like trying to normalize that? No, no, no. no. I like just, stealing like, money from children? No, I'm, I just feel like that's a common occurrence. <laughs> okay, like, okay. Maybe like that sucks that that happened to you. All right, I'm still gonna say you're cool, but that's a weird defense of a situation. No, oh god, I'm trying to relate, bro. Like I get it. Okay, okay. Well, listen, bro. You wouldn't happen to know anything about this strange. Happenings around here. It looks like these people are sick with a disease that my powers can't identify. Wait, so so you're sensing that too? Oh yes, yes. I uh, I actually used one of my cards, and even it couldn't pick up a reading. Just that it was in fact a disease. Wait, Dual Academy? Dual Academy? Do you, have you have you been? I haven't been, but I have friends who have who uh, either like helped out building stuff. It's it's a great place. Like, I, I have a friend who runs sound at different events and some of your guys' tournaments, he's there. Oh, that makes me miss home a little bit. Makes me miss the Chaz. Yeah, eating this pizza makes me miss my own pizza shop. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, I, that's actually why I'm here. I, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I'm following up on some reports of the Karasu Ninja Clan and I, I hear they're trying to establish a foothold here in, in Balder, so I... I'm just, like, very confused. Ooh. Okay. We're here investigating a sort of rat problem at this very inn. I don't know if these two would possibly be related or if one or the other would be related to the disease that's floating around. But if it is, perhaps we should share whatever information we have with each other. That'd be confusing because these ninjas are just... They're birds who kind of talk like they're in the B-52s. They're kind. Of, they're kind of like dumb, but like when they have numbers, they can be a problem. But Derm still in Lakeshore six six six. Yes. Uh, you want to know? I any information I find, I'll forward to him, and then you let him know likewise. Very well. Well, I'm I'm gonna finish up my pizza, and since you guys are new, hold on. He reaches into a pack. It looks like a sack full of catnip, but within that. He pulls out three potions, just minor potions of healing, and a coupon for a buy one, get one, two topping pizza at Pizza Cat. So, hey, here's some potions for you just in case you need them. And if you're ever in town in Tokyo, just hit me up and hang out at Pizza Cat's. Right, we ditch the mission. We go to Tokyo. We get <laughs> some pizza. pizza okay. Well, uh, I know Derms, he... <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, thank you, Ceviche. Uh, yeah. This is very much appreciative. These potions, I assume potions of healing? Yeah, minor healing. Minor healing. Perfect. That's Perfect. a real potion, right? Yes, yeah. yes. All right, okay. I, I stuff the, the, the coupon amongst all my other papers in my backpack. So you get the coupon and these three get, <laughs> get a the potion. potion. Yeah. Did you hear anything of any pest problems here? 
or experience any pest problems while you've been here? No, just uh, I'm seeing some of these birds, punching them when I can. I'm just kind of here in the shadows. Yeah, where's the innkeeper? The barkeep, right there. Points at the the only barkeep. Thank okay. You. So do, do you guys go up? I, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys go up to the to this barkeep, and I heard you got a pink-tailed problem. Excuse me. I heard you have a pink-tailed problem. I'm gonna need to see some ID. I'm, I'm um, here to kill rats, not drink uh, booze, lady. Oh, relax, mate. Yeah, Chadlith like pulls out the badge again and puts it on the table. Okay, all right. You're here with Derms. Yes. All right. I. Is he a kid? This is a full-blown is, child. Yes. Derms, I thought was respectable. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight the rats. Don't worry about that. He's got an animal that he's going to send at them. Oh, I get this now. You're from like Canto or some shit. <laughs> I'm from Strixhaven. Ooh. <laughs> okay, well, you're a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. That would explain a child doing adult things. I'm just standing there doe-eyed, just like, <laughs> just holding up a Pokeball. She slides you some milk. Oh, I take it. Just... Just hold a second. You don't sense any poison or anything, in, like or disease. It's just normal milk. That spell. Oh, that's I'm guessing right. Is... Yeah, it's still going on. Actually, I have it for another like few minutes here. All right, you can drink it. It's fine. It's all good. No, go ahead. Bottom <laughs> Gave up. me an anxiety attack over my snack. Look, like... I'll drink it. It's fine. I no, reach over for don't it. touch my milk. <laughs> 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 can I have some milk, please? <laughs> I take a sip of it first, and then I give it to you. We'll have, uh, yeah, milk, milk. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And, uh, uh, yeah, I could do with a beer. All right. Okay. So she goes and she's getting all of that. And as you're sitting down, this drunk patron, which, Yugi, you remember, like, this is one of the person who is pinging on you. He looks not only drunk, but he's sweating. And you're not sure which it's from, this disease or the disease that is alcoholism. Maybe that's just what you're pinging on him, but you, like, same black under his eyes. And he looks at you and he says, my friend doesn't like you. Oh, fuck this guy. I, this fucking guy. Like, grab the beer and I, like, take a sip and I, you see that thing where it's like, oh, I love beer so much. Uh, anyone do a, uh, what's everyone's passive perception? Is, is, a, is it above three? I think mine's yeah, a 14. Yeah, I got a 14. Mine's an 11. <laughs> all right, so all of you guys can realize, like, this man has no friend with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, drink the beer, and I see this, and I just step, I intercept in front of the guy to stand in front of Yugi. And I go, what's up, bro? Uh, you seem like you're having a rough night. Why don't you go sit back down, and we'll all just, we'll all just be chill. Hey, uh, and then he drinks like more more of his beer. My f my friend hates you. That's a real bummer. All right. I'm sorry about your friend. I don't know what we did, but I'm gonna ask you very politely one more time to go sit back down. Eat shit, and then he like waddles off. All right, have a great evening, man. And then I flip him off, and then I drink the rest of the beer. The barkeep turns around with like milk and beer in her hands and looks at Hugh Chadwick and says. Where did you get that beer from? It was on the counter. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> it was on the counter. <laughs> Chadlin then puts the empty one down and takes the full one from her and starts drinking it. Okay, 
can you do a perception check? Or you want to know what? Do a luck check uh, to you. 16. Okay, that all right. That was almost a six. All right, dope. You don't sense any disease from that beer either. All of this seems good. So she says, oh, yeah, um, here's this. Um, it's on the house because you guys are doing work for me. Yeah, we we just, normal rats, that's fine. But these ones, they're they're getting really vicious. And normally I, 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 t- I take like a boo. Oh, also, my name's Lampshade. And... <laughs> You sure? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is the great thing about Derms. You don't make up you make up names, not beforehand. Oh man. There's a lamp right in front of me. That's why Joe <laughs> That's not why I'm laughing. It's because to lampshade in writing is to like point out something like in the world, like I'm lampshading this issue. Okay, like, all know? right. Hey. I was laughing because you said lampshade. <laughs> yeah, that's why I laughed. Uh, she, yeah, she says, uh, but hey, literary, I, I lucked into it. Yeah, usually I just, like, take a big boot, and I just, like, smash them real hard, and then I, I kind of, we got a drain, and I smash them real good that they, like, just run down the drain. But these ones, I, they bite my boot and run away with it, and they're vicious. So that's why I called, if you guys want to head on down there, try to handle things your way, that'd be great. But I am going to stay up here. All right. right. Uh, Chad finishes the beer, slams it on the countertop. Is super pumped. Let's go. Okay, roll a constitution. He likes beer. Doesn't uh, need a constitution score, right? I mean, he just chugged two beers. It's an 11. Okay. All right. You're a little tipsy, but you're not going to have any disadvantage. You're just feeling pumped. It's the it's the uh, too much confidence stage of drinking. Yeah, Okay. So, do you guys go downstairs? Absolutely. Let's do this. All right, you're walking down. It's a, a slightly traditional down to a basement in a tavern, unfinished. Oh, you you feel like, man, this could this could be another hangout spot if they just laid some floor work, put in some drywall, then like painted over it. Uh, got some nice bean bags, but there's none of that. It's just racks and racks of ale. I guess milk and a pungent smell. Like it smells like sick. So you don't see any rats right away. It's dark. There's like one overhead light that is a candle. And what do you guys do? I I hold up the Pokeball that I had out before. And um, I go, I have just the right option for this situation. And I throw it on the ground and summon a giant rat. You summon a giant rat? Yes. All right. Yeah. I'd like to kind of veer off to the left and stealth just so that whatever happens, I could be like behind it or whatever. Okay. I was going to do this. I wanted to pull out my short sword and kind of duck back a little bit. So 22 on the stealth. Also, I like, I'm a like purple-ish tiefling, so I assume I like blend in pretty well. All right. I suppose I'll, I'll stealth as well for now. Um, I'm just, uh, I have my dual disc uh, unfolded at this point. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of stay at the stairs. I'm like, all right, buddy, go find him. We would not count this as rocky terrain, would we? <laughs> I'll call it slippery terrain. Perfect. Uh, that's a two, four. There we go. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're, are you sending this rat out? Um. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to, I mean, he's, a, it's a big rat. It, it's, it is called a giant rat. 
Uh, it's one of the CR1 creatures I can turn into, but in this, I just summon it, and I'm, like, removed from combat, I assume. Yeah. Because it'd be broken if I could stay in combat and also summon stuff. So, yeah, I assume I just kind of, like, stay at the face of the stairs, and, yeah, I just send out this giant rat to either, like, go and see maybe they'll react well to it, and then I'll just know where the rats are and can return, or I can initiate battle as, like... Just the the king rat coming to fuck shit up. Okay, so two of you are like in the shadows. One of you's kind of upstairs, and one's just like can't find his gripping <laughs> on the ground. Fuck shit! <laughs> <laughs> He's like knocking into the glass stairs. bottles everywhere. So fucking slippery, goddamn milk. So your rat is going down. That let's say there's like ten rows one rack each on one row of ale and goes down the first, all good. Goes down the second, fine. Goes down the third, the fourth, cool. And then as it steps, you hear just like this violent hiss and growl, like many. And all of a sudden, four huge rats jump on this rat. Rattana! And they're going to they're going to get a surprise round on this rat. And then after that, I assume initiative. Yes. And then we'll we'll see how you guys react to it, baby. All right. There's a, the 16, a 12, and an 11. Uh, just 16. Just 16 hits. Okay. So one rat, or let's say two rats, kind of jump out. But as you guys all see these rats, they are like. Think of foaming from the mouth, but instead it's blackness and their eyes are all pupil or they could just be coated in a film of black. They look sick. They are sweating, just poor. You don't understand how they are still alive, but they are going after this rat like crazy. But, oh wait, hold on. Actually, I forgot something. Actually, none of them hit because they are in a rage and they just launch at this thing with a reckless abandon. They try to bite at this thing, but the rat luckily escapes and it's all good. Mm, okay. So you're able to dodge, so let's roll initiative. Rat. Cool, 21. And a 16. 13. 13. All right, guys, here is the attack order. It will be Joe, the three rats that launched out. Oh shit. <laughs> Jose, Robbie, than Corey. So uh, you see these rats, you are technically hidden from them. So if you have any like rogue stuff, you could go for it. I if not. not, all right. So they are 12 feet ahead of you in the middle of this room. Oh wait, also, so your rat is attacking for you, correct, Robbie? Correct. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. So other rat is you. R for rat, baby. In combat, Sizek is not fighting. Yes. Until the rat Dies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh you see like Chadlith, like, you know, he's got his weaponry on him. He kind of just like melts into the shadows off to the left, and all of a sudden these rats come out, and you just see like that super like agile kind of fight takeover. And he moves forward as he moves forward, he draws his long sword and he steps forward and he attacks one of the rats. Alrighty. And he is going to hit a 13. 13. Let's see. That hits their armor class, baby. Solid. He's going to do just the one-handed, so that's going to be a nine damage. All right, this one looks real fucked up. And then he's going to bonus action unarmed strike, so he's going to stab down into it, 
and then kind of just like with one foot raise it and then kick it as well. And for the unarmed strike, it's going to be a 10. A 10? Yeah. Wowers, wowers. You... Oh, it, how a 10 to hit. A 10 to hit. Oh, a 10 to hit. Oh, yeah. so, okay. That does not hit. Cool. So he uh, makes both misses with the kick, and that's actually he's going to use one key point so he can make two unarmed strikes. So he misses with the kick, and then he's going to reach down and try to punch it. That is going to be a 24 to hit. A 24 hits. All right. And that's going to be six damage. Six damage. Okay. Just strike into this, almost like cut through it, but it's a big chunk. It's bleeding out, and you notice like it's seeping out black blood. Mm -hmm. So you kick it. You whiff. It's kind of slippery down here. So you're like, whoa. And Yugi over there is like, see, I told you. I fucking told you. It's not me. <laughs> I use the momentum from the missed kick to kind of like turn myself like around in a circle. And as I come back to face the rat again is when I like drop down and just punch it in the back of the head. Hey, can you like, do you have gloves or anything on? I have like wraps on my hand. Okay, awesome. That is good. So you punch this thing so hard in the floor, like I said, slippery. You punch it and you did how much damage? A six. You want to know what? I am I was going to say, like, do a scenario. Where, oh, you want to know what? I'll do a half damage onto the next one. So you punch this thing so hard, like you punch it in the temple, instantly lights out death. And it whips <laughs> around and its tooth hooks into the other rat to do some cleave damage and does only two because... You're punching another rat into yeah, another yeah. rat. So the other one gets two damage done to it. And then as a part of this, I also have something called Agile Parry. If I make an unarmed strike as a part of my attack action, and I'm holding a Kensai weapon, which I am, it's my longsword, I gain a plus two to bonus uh, to my AC. So until the start of my next round, I have an uh, AC of 18. Hell yeah, dude. All right, next is the rats. Baby, there are only two and they sense the most danger and they see this giant rat and they kind of see it, recognize it, then turn to you and like hatred develops in their eyes. I, I have like the sword over one shoulder and I put out the left hand and I just do the like rock Lee, like come and get it. All right, so let's see neither of these hit. So they are going to lunge at you, try to bite into you and just like whiff on on both of their bites. They are so sweaty and tired that just as much as they can chomp, all they're getting is air. Oh. Unlike 21 Michael Jordan, 23. All swish. My turn. No, I wait, believe it's Jose. It's my turn. I yeah. think I'm at the bottom of initiative. You're bottom, you're, you're bottom <laughs> of uh, How far are they from me? Like, I, I stepped back a little bit. Uh, 12 feet. 12 feet. Okay, so I'm just going to run up to the, the, the one rat that has the tooth stuck in it, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to attack it with my short sword. All right. 14 to hit. 14 does hit. Seven damage. Seven damage. Okay, this one's looking messed You're, I'm guessing, attacking the one that was looking messed up. Yeah, and then as my bonus action, I'm going to use my Slayer's Prey. So next time I, I'm on the, the first time each turn... When I do an attack, uh, a weapon attack on it, it takes an extra D6 damage. And so this will start my next turn. Okay, awesome. Uh, next is Robbie with the rat. All right. I'm going to have my rat turn to whichever one is, is closest to him and uh, send out a, a, a chomping bite on him. 
Okay, I'll say that's the one that one of the healthy ones. Sure. Yeah. The healthy one. Twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one does hit. Woo! Let's roll damage. Five damage. Five damage. Yep. And what? What's uh, describe your attack? It's a giant rat. It's still considered a small creature, which like it, which is pretty big. I would say like it reels back on its rear and just lets like its its front teeth just like sink in. Okay. Like, with with its body weight. All right. It did a hefty bite. Uh, it pulls back quickly and it like spits out. It has this thick blood, but luckily it went in. Or actually, give a luck check. Ooh, five. Five. Give a constitution for it. Just four. Okay, well, this thing, like, it starts hacking up and it looks like whatever has completely overtaken them is starting to overtake this giant rat oh, and it's poisoned no. now. Oh, no. All righty. Next up is Lil' Cory. Yugi. It's time to duel. With this, my eyes just kind of flash. Actually, just the left eye kind of flashes a brief gold for a second. And I am going to use Eye of the Card Shark on one of these rats. It doesn't matter, either one. So with this, I am going to learn their maximum hit points, their present total hit points. Uh, I'll do the healthiest one and any damage types that they would be weak to. So it's like scan in Final Fantasy. Right. Okay, so I'll just let you know the, the two that are that you see both have 11 hit points total. And then the weakest one, two, and then the one who's been hit technically, once. Technically, I only know. Uh, I can take the weakest one, but technically I only know that one's uh, okay. current hit points. Well, you can assume that, hey, they're all around the same hit points. Cool. Uh, and no damage weaknesses? No damage weaknesses. Uh, you can sense that they're poisoned. Oh, also, the poison that you were feeling up there, you are feeling it not only in them, but your start, like, you notice, like, because it's pinging, that they have chewed into the tops of some of these ale casts. Got you. Okay, it's all coming together then. And, and you notice the, the ones that were bitten through, kind of the cheap ones, It and you, you read, uh, is that, okay, yeah, it has like a, a ribbon on it, it's blue, it's, it's PBR. <laughs> All right, I guess with that then, I will pull out one of my cards. I play Fire King ba Avatar Bayrong in the attack mode. And immediately, a uh, giant fire lion, essentially uh, wielding daggers, lunges out and attacks the healthiest looking one. The healthiest? Okay. I have to roll to hit, I think, actually, with this. Oh, no. Uh, this is a cone actually. So he's attacking uh, both of these guys. Uh, they have to make dexterity saving throws. What is the the sweep on it? 15. 15 feet of a sweep. Where were you two? I was uh, right, right there. next to it. Also, the rat was there as well. I can uh, assume... Rotello. Is there just like a way I can just position it within range to uh, I'll uh, say just cone the two per I can preferably? Uh, I will say that you can not hit two of them because, like, they jumped on the rat. So right. either you can cone it to hit those two. Actually, it would be best case scenario, you're hitting all three rats, one of them on your side. I, honestly, I think that's what I would end up doing. Okay. All the rats have to make dexterity saves. Alrighty. Word. Because I see that rat getting sick, too. So I must treat this like the, the plague. Fill. 16. One got a 16, one got a four. <laughs> the four fails. Four fails, okay. So the 16 takes half damage. 
All right, and how much damage was that? Uh, let me roll it right now. 13 damage, uh, fire damage total. All right. So you see, is your rat fine? No. All no. right. In He's a, just unconscious, though. <laughs> you see, I guess one is a little impervious to fire because two of them, as this cone of flame jettisons out, just black smog puffs out and, like, somehow goes down the drain. Like, it, it's, oh. it rises up, then settles down and goes into this drain that uh, Lampshade had told you that right. <laughs> uh, she would mush up rats so bad she could shove them down drains. They are dead, and this other rat, I guess, is unconscious. <laughs> so, so two of the rats There's burned to death. There's just two scorched rats, and then one just asleep. <laughs> yeah, and we'll say same black smoke came out if it's truly unconscious, and it's no longer poisoned. Okay. It got burnt so hard it was healed. And that's the duel. <laughs> Wait, they're, they're, all the rats are dead, right? So. <laughs> Rattata, get back. 50,000 rats fall from the ceiling. Uh, you guys take out these three rats. It's the top of the round. Oh, I guess I, I just draw one card and end my turn. Okay, all right. So <laughs> you guys are like, all right. That's done. This seems like it was weird for us to be there. And at that moment, you hear like a gush, like splashing and like a thud. And you hear another one. And then you hear quick little pitter patters. Oh, no. Is this the boss monster? And emerging from the shadows, let's see. It's a rat king. This gigantic, foul-looking somehow pouring like as it steps you see beads of sweat just drip off from it it looks mangy but uh. a huge rat and you know it's a rat king because twisted up in its tail are normal sized rats just every time it wags its tail it whips those around and they all of them have this same poison to them and scurrying out is another one of these rats that you had just burnt to death. Joey's hairdo! Oi, back where I come from, we call that a mangy coral. Oh, that's sweet. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Chad was going to say something, and Paul's just like, yeah, uh, I'm going to need an explanation on what that means. So we're at the top of the round, Chadlith. You begin. Sick. I, under my jacket, I grab from the bandolier across my chest one of my Beyblades and I slam it into the little shooter on my hand and I go, it's time to let it rip. And I put it in and then I just like slam the, like pull the cord and fire at the big guy. All right. You good if I use the like longbow? Yeah, go for it. Anything that will make a Beyblade into <laughs> d and I'm fine with. <laughs> so that's a, a 15 to hit. Just hits. Sick. That is... 10 damage, and then I'm Damn. also going to use my Kensei shot. So as a bonus action, uh, when I make the range attack uh, using a Kensei weapon, which this is, I deal 1d4 damage as well. So I'm going to do the 1d4. So it's 10 plus 4. So that's 14. Dang. Yeah, so I fire, and then I take like just like maybe like 5, maybe like 10 steps back and kind of duck behind one of the shelves. Okay. So you uh, you shoot this Beyblade out. It slices into the cheek of this thing. It 
jumps up so hard that it like slams down its ass onto the ground and like two of the rats that were tied to it just pop. Oh shit. Next up is that single rat that was scurrying around. They are going to, I guess, go after Chrissy. All right. Does a 13 hit? Just hits. All right. So this thing lunges at you with hatred in its eyes, is seeing you and is hearing your voice. And whenever you talk, it gets even more pissed off. Thanks. Damn. (laughs) It bites into you, just rips off like as much flesh as it can get into for eight damage. Shit. And you got to make a constitution save. (laughs) Six. All right. You guys both see Chrissy. He got bit, and after it pulls away, you can see in his veins where, like, you normally see blue, like, it starts to, like, web out black. Uh, mm. So you will be poisoned, not this turn, but I will let you roll another constitution save before you are poisoned at the end of your next turn. Okay. Thank All you. right. Next up is Jose. I'm just going to hit him with my, my sword. Okay. Seven plus five is 12. It just misses. <sighs> so you, you're you feeling this poison coursing into your hand, and you take out your sword? I had my sword out already. Visually. Visually, you, you, yeah. From sword, your side, sword. you swip at it, but just the, the pain in your hand makes you just slice a couple of its hairs and it it just dodges out of the way. Do another constitution save. 17. All right. You're thinking, and at first you you look at Chadlith over there and you see him and you're like, I don't, there's just something about him I fucking hate. But you, you start thinking of like, no, you want to know what? This dude, yeah, he stole children money, but <laughs> he also like gave them seats. He He's actually a pretty good guy. And this poison just kind of drains from the the wound oh. and like drops to the ground. Ooh. All right, next is Rat King. He's gonna go after, who's all in the center? It's you. I guess he's just going to go after Chrissy. I'm so sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm also sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I was. I mean, I'm an up, up and front fighter, so. Does a 19 hit? No. Yeah, it does. Oh, damn it. Okay, so this Rat King still with, like, not just the precipitation running off from him. You also see, like, black blood dripping from his, like, ass area. Not because he's bleeding anally, but because, you know, he sat on those rats. And he charges at you. But he, again, it's a little slippery out. So, like, as he chomps, or he he's also, like, tense. So, like, he chomps and kind of like pulls a muscle so he only does seven damage do i need a roll constitution again yeah or you want to know what no i'll say you he kind of whiffed it uh and he kind of just like chomps into you but not a lot of blackness gets in and then next up is robbie rat my rattata is down i retract him into uh into a ball and uh i run up toward the battle i guess and i pull out uh my little my little candlestick and i go litwick 
use Thunderwave. And he needs to take a constitution saving throw. Is it is it a cone? No, it's a square. It's a 15-foot square. So I can put him in the corner of it. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. He, he got a 21. Aw, oh, you bastard. He takes half and then doesn't get moved. Okay, hell yeah. How much damage? Let me roll for it. Those were the wrong dice. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of damage. He's rolling a D100. He's like, why is it 87 points of damage? Six points of damage. Six points of damage. All right. He's yep. starting to look a little messed up. And that takes us. Uh, he he gets like this thunder shock, but it, it does hit hard enough that it vibrates. These rats on the other end, they're so sick and tangled up. They look like the balloons in it. Like oh. if you just touch oh. them, they burst. So two of them burst, and there's just two more hanging off his tail. Yeah. All right, Corey. What what you gonna do? There's not a lot to do, I think. But I think I am going to, at this moment, I think stay remain on the offensive for now. So for this, I haven't been getting good draws, but. I will go ahead and play Ice Hand in attack mode and attack the Rat King. The Rat King, okay. The 15 hit. Just hits, baby. This is Chill Touch that I'm casting, by the way. Reskinned, guys. So that's going to be, if he's undead by any nature. Nope. Okay, then never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they are alive, just not doing well. He takes eight necrotic damage. Eight necrotic damage. All right. This thing is looking really, really hurt. So you have a one that it looks sick, but also healthy in the sense of health points. And then this one, it's getting close to death door. I put one card down and end my turn. All righty. <laughs> Next up is Chadleth. All right. Chadleth take, uh, takes stock of the situation, sees that it's going pretty well and goes, fuck yeah, let's do this. And he rushes out from behind the shelf pulls out his sword and uh, tries to drive it in as deep into the side of the rat as he can. Which one? The big guy. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, and he got a 21. All right, that hits. I already know it does. <laughs> All right. And that is going to be seven, uh, five damage. Five damage, all and right. And then he is going to use another key point to flurry of blows so that he can make two unarmed strikes. First one is going to be a 22 to hit. That hits. And that is going to be six more damage. And then the second one is going to be a 12 to hit. Oh, that doesn't, but I wish it did because oh, damn. You, you run up and kind of Sharknado style, but instead of a chainsaw, you got a, a sword and you run up into its side. You're still moving. You r just tear into its ribs. It shouts out. Black blood drips from it, just pouring out now. You punch it once more. It's on death's door. And that punch, you vibrate it so hard. The other two burst. And not only that, this rat king, just its guts fall out of its colon. Oof. Mm. And the side of it. Yikes. Uh. Um, and then, uh, once again, I'll get Agile Perry, so I'll have an 18 as my AC until the next turn. All right. Uh, the last rat standing sees that its king died, so is going to go after Chadlith. Wait, can I kind of tr try, as a free action, try and tell it to come at to me instead? Yeah, go for it. Uh, would it be like a deception? Yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, 19 persuasion? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I just like, hey, hey, oi. Or over here. 
You want some? At first, it, it heard you say hey, and it was fine. But once you started talking in a foreign language, uh. it ru just runs at you. They really hate my accent, huh? Does a seven hit? No. It, it's so angry and pissed. It runs into, uh, you want to know what? Not the camera crew. <laughs> it kills all the camera crew. It runs so fast that it whiffs, but it's able to catch its feeding before and turn away before just ramming its head right into the stone walls. <laughs> but now it's on, like, it's it's near the walls, so it's around you three. It's closer and, to me. Yeah, but not by Chadlith now. Cool, cool. Thank so you. now it is your turn, Jose. All right, I'm going to attack it with the, with the short sword. All right. A 12? A 12 does not hit. I'll get you later. All right, and then next is Robbie. Rat. Sizek pokes, pokes his Pokeball away, and uh, he sees that you would like kind of assist the situation before. He does the same, and he's like, I don't think there's a need for any more of uh, of like my my pocket monsters. And he like flourishes back the jacket that he's wearing, and you can see he has like a rapier at his side. And it seems out of place, and you realize he's from Strixhaven. He's from this fancy school, and there's like a leather strap that's part of his uniform. So as he unsheaths this, the uh, the sheath is part of his uniform clearly. Like he is he is skilled with this weapon, and he runs up to the rat and just jumps in the air and tries to to plunge the rapier into its side. As you do that, boom goes. Wait, so this is just a nerd-ass kid in a cool dude's body? Is that what's going on? I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, that. Yes. I'm glad. Did we get that, we, Cam? We, Cam, we got that? <laughs> we, did we get that, Cam? Uh, hold, hold on. Let me let me ask the pixie that's in here. Did we get that? <laughs> yeah, they, they did. Oh, thank God. Oh, well, but that pixie's going to need a raise soon. Uh, 21 to hit. <laughs> that does hit. <laughs> that would suck if I did all that. It was like six. <laughs> And 10, 10 damage. Oh, man. Th you... Yeah, I roll a 7 on a D8 plus 3. <laughs> you swipe into this, and you cut off its ass. Yeah. I, like, its ass is fully cleaved. It's pouring out just not, sh like, literal shit, but, like, disgusting bile and all yeah. of that disease. But it still is up. Fuck. Kid, get behind me. With that, it's my turn. We'll play it like we did last time. Ice hand, new target. Go ahead and attack the rat that is shitting all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Armor class 13. That just hits, baby. Yes. With that, ice hand rushes over and kind of grasps onto the rat and starts to squeeze more of the shit out, I guess. Ew. Describe how you kill it because it has one hit point. Oh, damn. Oh. Right. Uh, with that, uh, Ice Hand just like rushes over, grasps onto the rat, and literally uh, just like there's like some resistance at first, but then there's just a sudden final sickening, <laughs> and it's just crushed into like a stringy mess in between Ice Hand's fingers. Oozes out like a, if you were to squeeze a burrito that you cut off the top. Yeah. yeah. Or like a toothpaste roll. Exactly. All right. So. How long does that detect poison thing last? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. I'll Damn. say, like, after this slicing, you feel the presence of the disease, but no one with the disease around. Okay. I immediately... That's the duel. 
and yeah. immediately point over to the uh, infected barrels that I had noticed prior to the fight and say, those are our culprits, it would seem. They're, are they still poisoned? The yeah, barrels? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you point them out? Yes. Chadwick goes, oh, that sucks. And he starts pulling them off and putting them all together uh, to, to like quarantine them, I guess. Mm-hmm. You guys don't want to just slash them? I was going to do it all at once. I w- that, well, these things got really sick out of them, so I did, I figured getting in contact uh, yeah, with Yeah, I guess, like, yeah. Uh, also, like, it running down the drains in that quantity could affect some wells or whatever. So, yeah, yeah you guys are doing the good We're thing. Gonna burn it. Yeah. I'm also going to uh, expend one of my cards that I didn't get to play and play emergency rations and give 10 good berries to my friend Chrissy. <laughs> oh, I, right. Emergency rations. I guess all of you guys do a an insight check. Uh, 14. 19, maybe. That 20 was all natural, baby. What, you got a nat 20? Yeah. Okay, well, both you and Yugi, both, uh, you remember, hey, Yugi did not know what this disease was. Like, even with magical intervention, he does not know what this is. So it would make sense. You saw Derms with some science shit. He has a telescope as a microscope. He <laughs> might be able to like look at this. Maybe he knows. It would be a good idea to take a vial or a bottle of this to him to check on it. I'm pretty sure I have like an herbalist kit or something like that. And I'm sure that there's like a jar that's very sealable in okay, it. Okay, yeah. I'll say you're able to do that. Yeah, an herbalist kit. That's the only tool proficiency I have. All right. I got one. So yeah. Yeah, I just kind of like walk up to like, is it like a bag you kind of said? What? The whatever Joe was, was. Well, no, that's a cast. Uh, You could just go straight up to one of the rats and take some of their blood. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of take a little bit of their blood in this vial, cap it and like seal it as best I can. I'm going to, I'm going to say like, while we're doing this, I'm like burning a candle. And at first you guys are like, oh, it does smell in here. That's a good idea. But after I've collected some of the blood, I cork it and then I dip it in the candle wax. Okay. To like seal the top smart, perfectly. Smart. All right. I think the safest way to dispose of this is to uh, allow it to be around me for a while. I will be able to effectively render the contaminated liquid non-existent so long as I am able to uh, rest and replenish the powers within my cards. All right. I was going to cast Fairy With Fire on it. That water. sounds so much better. Like, <laughs> just sit there and cast Fairy Fire on it like 30 times. <laughs> All right, so you guys go upstairs. You detail everything to Lampshade. So like, hey, <laughs> rats are killed. We quarantined. Some, like, these were poisoned rats, and you should not serve this alcohol. Yeah, where did you get this alcohol? Because this seems a very strange, uh, a very strange disease to just show up like this. Well, I mean, all of the alcohol is from the same source, but you, you said some of the rats were chewing on some of them, right? Right. So I... Do you think the rats could have been contaminated I, I with think, them? Yeah, that's because all the beer should be con- contaminated as well. Yeah, like the rats contaminated the, the beer. The rats had the disease. The rats contaminated well, the beer. Even still, even so, yeah, I suppose, yeah, we'll find out with germs. Yeah, bro, you pull magic out of cards, we crazy not things happen all the time. All right, so she says, job well done. Thank you. We'll be on our way. And we get to keep all these cool potions. Oh, wait. Before we leave, like, there's got to be, like, open containers of beer down here, right? You are a child. Son, <laughs> son, you are too young. Well, that's what I mean. I can't buy it, so I should probably steal it. 
Well, she does not pay attention to you. She hands you milk, and she says, all right, here's uh, the base price. Here's 10 gold for each of you for completing this mission. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, you guys head on back. I take five, and then... I'm taking those barrels with me. I want to make sure they get disposed of properly. Okay, um, hon, you're... What if he carries it and he promises to not let me drink any of them because I don't want to get sick. I just want to destroy them. Okay, well, that wasn't my... It's going to be real expensive to check those bags. I think you're going to have to, like, ship them. All right, yeah, let's do that. All right, Hmm. fine, we'll do that. Okay, you guys go to the post office. There's some quirky stuff that happens there. You you end up saying, it's not biohazardous, it's just beer. And they're like, well, that's a federal stuff. Like, you still need... And they're like, you slide them a couple extra gold and they slap a Powerade on it. (laughs) But it says, do not drink Powerade expired. I didn't know it could do that. I give uh, the, the camera crew, so Cam, Kevin... And boom, five of the gold, and I keep five to myself. All right. So you go. You're back on Lakeshore. You fill Derms in, and I'm I'm guessing you immediately hand him the vial of the blood. All right. So he says, all right, guys, I'm going to go to my telescope over there, get out my beakers and whatnot, and I'm going to check on this. You're just going to use a telescope on it? Bro, we could yeah. go get you like a magnifying glass or something. No, this magnifies real good. Just, you know that crazy to me. We're not you know scientists. That, what's that new satellite that went up? Uh, the better than Hubble. Well, what do you think they did with the Hubble? They made it better. No, it's here. I'm using the Hubble as <laughs> a microscope. Using the Hubble oh. telescope yeah. as a mag- as a microscope. That's. Uh, Are you putting items insane. on top of like a water tower and then trying to look at the top of the water tower? No, I put them in one of those those slide things. You put them in the slide things and then you stick a satellite on top of it. I know I stick a microscope. The Hubble telescope I mean, like, my... is is like a telescope. Yeah. Oh, I it's thought not a satellite. My, I thought it was the the. No, it's I'm like an observatory. Of the Voyager, it's like an observatory thing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was also a satellite floating in space, and it was a telescope up there. No, the Hubble just sits, right? It's like a dome on Earth. It's like a yeah. dome, yeah. Where the fuck are we? Earth. That Chicago <laughs> dome. How does it see out so fast? But he says, hey, guys, you can either take a bonus of six gold flat or have the opportunity to get upwards of 15 gold in the money booth. I literally made my entire battle set around gambling and hoping I pick a good spell card. I'm gonna get into that machine. All right. The Hubble telescope is in space. Yeah, it's okay. a giant tube in space. It's no longer in space, it is in my office. <laughs> money, money, money. I turned to the camera crew. Uh, so what do you think? What do we What do we do here? You think we should go into the, into the booth or? Let's just take the six flat because we could end up with just one. Who's saying that, Kevin or Boom? Kevin. <laughs> Kevin? And I'm the producer, trust uh, me. Boom, you were really close to the battle. How, what do you feel? I don't want anywhere near that because it's going to make a lot of fucking noise. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll take the six. All right, you get six. I'm not allowed to gamble. He takes six, <laughs> and you two are gambling. I'm in that oh, machine. Yeah. Okay, so we're, machine. we're going to play this simultaneously, split screen. So you walk into the booth. Money, money, money. You can get 15 total. So what we are going to do is you are going to just roll a percentile, and whatever percentage of that 
that is how much you get, and I'll round it up to the next uh, gold. 91. God damn. All right. I got a 75. 75, so... <laughs> Am I just getting fucking pelted with gold coin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, what happens is you're in there, they're flying up at you, and what you do is you lift up your mask a little bit and 15 fly directly in there perfectly, and you push it down, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, likewise, you have, like, all this wrapping around you. You're catching some in your hand, but some are, like, sliding into your wrapping. But a few fall to the wayside. But you do get 13 gold. Rat. All right. Well, you guys get cleaned up from the money booth because for some weird reason, uh, normal money booths are cash and, that like, you get sticky and go in there. Derms just made the gold sticky. <laughs> it's just like a concoction of honey and Elmer's glue. Oh, no. I have so much Elmer's glue in my mouth. <laughs> so, but you also have some honey. <laughs> so it's but sweet. I get, why, I get why the kids eat this. This is not that bad. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the very pleasing texture. It's not, it's the non toxic Elmer's glue that's flavored for some reason. Guys, I think I'm going to buy glue after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys get out I'm of there. I'm spending all my gold on glue. <laughs> You're all washed up, and from the Hubble telescope, you hear a uh, no. Fuck no. Shit. And Derms, who's normally very composed, it looks visibly frazzled as he's walking down many stairs from this giant telescope using it as a microscope. And he pulls out like this strip. It looks like a pH strip, but you all see like it has, I guess because like Derms is this, it has a Leviathan's cross on it. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. So it's like the infinity and then like three crosses within it. It looks cool. But you guys can tell like this is technically a religious artifact that he's pulling out, that he's going to test this with it. So he mm. dips it in and it immediately turns black and then like poofs up like that smoke and drops down. He turns to you guys we're, we're in a pickle, guys. I, I'm glad I found you right now because, one, I'm going to need your help, and I'm I'm going to be working a lot. We're in trouble. Did any of you guys get bit? Uh, all, uh, all, I, all I did. What happened? Uh, Wait, look at, look at Chadlith. It made me very angry with him. Uh, are you okay with him now? Yeah. Okay. What the For hell that did brief I do? For that brief second, I just couldn't stand you. And then, but I had resisted it and it went away. Okay, it, it like oozed out of you. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, guys, that this is segregate. Huh? Segregate. The Jim Crow is back. Oh no! no. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! No! It and, made me a rises. And that's where we're ending the mission. Amazing. Oh my God. That's I told amazing. You, I told you guys you would know the big bad right at the end of the mission. We're fighting racists. We're fighting racists. We're fighting racists. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. That's I'm rad. down. Let's do this. I'm excited. I have so much rad shit James, planned. fuck yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, guys, that's what fantasy and sci-fi is. It's allegories for real-life social commentary. So, uh, call me woke. 
I'm gonna call you oblivious to a subtext. <laughs> Sometimes not subtext, but thank you guys. Uh, this was probably a little bit longer than usual, but I, I'm looking at this. We'll probably be able to get it down to an hour and a half with all that math we had to do. But so much math. Uh, how are you guys feeling now? I'm Fuck feeling yeah. fucking Ooh. great. I, I like it. my character. Fuck it, yeah. I, though I'm playing him technically harder than he's meant to be played, I am just genuinely rolling a die to determine what card I draw next. Ooh. Oh, my uh, God. It's like it's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's random. It's so uh, it's it's hard over here, but uh, I'm liking the uh, the. That's why I was looking at my fucking sheet so much. I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna play?" I like that <laughs> because if you ever do something cool or like pray to your god, I'll give you inspiration to like roll with advantage and whatever the heart best of the cards. Uh, yeah. Like, ooh, I put. Oh, luckily I pulled the best card I should have gotten. Hell, fucking yeah, dude. I'm excited for it. All right. Uh, because this is going a little long, look at the description for our Twitter and Instagram handles. Head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content like this existed with Lil Cory and I. And I believe everyone, maybe not Robbie, has been on a Patreon podcast. No, you were on Talking About Beyblade. Yep. All of us have been over on the Patreon. <laughs> and then uh, this is November, I think, coming out. We're doing another Blades Given, talking about Beyblade style, but we're doing a Beyblade movie for straight to Patreon. Joe should be there. Oh, yeah, I'll be yeah. there. It, this sounds wild, and I cannot wait. Um, a Beyblade with goddamn film budget? You better believe <laughs> they'll finally have nipples. I, I hope it's as good as the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie that you guys watched. It was... In that movie, I really want to watch I that love to love that movie. Well, no, no, no. The, the Beyblade movie is a real Beyblade movie. I know, I know, but I was okay. just like, I hope it's in the same vein of just like crazy. Eccentric. I hope it's just good. Yeah. Because right. Beyblade, <laughs> two thumbs down. But if you're a $10 patron, you get more like straight to Patreon. That's at the $10 tier. And you get shout outs on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those. Starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, the Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, Defo, D hyphen F O. Kayla, AK Two Grapes, Jordan B, the Chaos Witch, my Bickle, Joshua, Jacus, and oh my God, he's the adult to me, a sweet child of time, Steve Barnes, the host of Sweet Child of Time. I'm the co-host. Oh my God, it's the womb in which I emerged, and I had an umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, and oh baby, I wish they hadn't removed it. It's my mom. And finally, Lil Cory, my or not Lil Cory's BFF <laughs> and roommate Shane. Shane, uh, I've been James. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. Bye. Happy catching. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by Corey King and James McCollum. 
Music by Marshland Monster. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.